What up? Welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 372. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, medical marijuana, school shooting, teaching, mental health, guns, abortions, boating, Taiwan, bisexuals, George Carlin, bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Snappy. Snappy's back again. I'm back again, so tell a friend. Uh, yeah. Let's pause this. Find your nearest friend and let them know. And then come back to it. <laughs> uh, first, then we'll get to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast. Mo, uh, go there. Give a dollar more a month. Get early access to the podcast. You can give enough. Be a co-producer. Uh, like my mother. Like it's your boy H2.com. Uh, Graveyard Entertainment. Uh, forgotten one and our newest uh, Rico Reds. Now he's almost coming up to be in charge, so hopefully he hasn't quit because he missed the fucking last episode he was supposed to be on. But it's all right. We had a great fill in with Minks talking about the fucking metaverse and all kinds of shit. I'll be honest, I don't understand half the shit she was talking about. And it's cool because I enjoy when someone who has a podcast comes on because they just talk. And then she talked about eighty percent of the time, and I don't think people get how like cool that is for me. To be like, fuck yeah, you just go. And she was like, fucking metaverse and VR and crazy shit. And I was like, hell yeah, I don't get it. But someone out there will get it. Um, so y'all check that one out if you missed it. Um, and we have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast mo. Get you a Smoke Oklahoma shirt. Get you a Snappy shirt or a classic podcast or a spinoff podcast shirt. Um, the options are are many, are many. So you check them out. I like the black shirts a lot better than the blue. Um I haven't even, I have got my name, but I haven't. I felt the blue shrank up a little bit. I don't know why the color would do that. But anyway, it just so happened my blue shirt shrank quite a bit. Or maybe I'm just a little too fat right now. Dude, I feel you. My yellow shirt always looks small. You know, my Kobe shirt. But yeah, I was going back because I told you that uh, my my picture on the shirt I thought was blurry. You're like, I used the same picture at all. I went back and looked at my coffee mug and a little gift that I got someone else. And those pictures are like perfect. Like, it is on the deal, right? So just the size. They just it. stretched it out on the shirt a little bit, but yeah, it's cool. Yeah, get a child or infant onesie. Maybe <laughs> um, yeah, we got all kinds of cool merch. Uh, so y'all check out the those merches. Uh, I feel like there was something else I was gonna mention, like off the top. I don't quite remember. Uh, so who who cares? Um, how's it going in your world, man? Man, it's busy. Uh, Oklahoma Medical Marijuana has switched to uh, metric, which is basically where they track it from the seed to sale. And so every step of the way. So basically it's an outer guideline for them to track everything. But anything you already had had to be manually entered, and it's been a little pain in the butt, you know, trying to get all the right verbiage and make like sure the government can't keep their and it, nose out of our pocket. Well, and they're basically telling you on these training videos, we're coming after you if you don't, if you mess up or anything. It's like, really? Damn, you ain't even giving us an entry? Like, there must be a lot of fucking people out there cheating the system for them to come at us like this. Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of people cheating. I mean, and that's kind of what's for. When we looked earlier, there's still like 3,400 uh, businesses that hadn't even registered yet. Right. And so, Well, there's a, there's been certain people I've known who act like they know someone with a dispensary, so it's like free weed. And I'm like, 
I thought it was like all kept real like they kept track of all this shit. You can't just like accidentally have an extra ounce, right? No, you're not supposed to. Right. I'm. Mean, I guess anyone could lie at the grow, but it has to be at the grow, right? It has to be at their level that'll be lying. Man, when you coming in, I mean, you get to dealing with uh, buddies in the first year. You know, it was kind of non, more nonchalant, right. I guess. And so you'd wait it out, but your buddies come in, you know, trying to, you know, make sure you call them next time instead of, you know, a, a pound or, you know, a quarter pound weighing 113 grams, you know, there'd be 120 in there. I mean, the same I, thing happened when the street shit. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, what do you do with that? I bet you're, I mean, because according to the paper, it's a good 30 gram ounce. Well, you know? according to the paperwork, you know, you could only put, you know, 113 grams in the computer. So that make it now that makes you, you know, going to have to think about doing something illegal, thinking in old school ways. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, well, there's fucking, there's seven grams. Yeah. Like, if they're a piece you know of I mean? shit, you put a bunch of stems in that shit. I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, so do you leave it in a jar? Do you, you know, like, oh, you gave me too much, hand it back, or usually, <laughs> I mean, you know, what do you, what do you do with this? It fell off the truck, you know, all that shit. Now, then you have to record it in a waste and have to use one of only 10 disposals in, in, in the state. So disposal people, what do they get to do with the weed? Dispose of it. They don't get to keep any of it if it's usable? Not that I'm aware of. So grower gives you extra weed and like by the book, you would have to be like, this is extra. Let's throw it away. And then special people would come and throw away the extra weed. No, technically, before that grower leaves, you would weigh what you bought and send the rest back with him. That way you're oh, I see. You're out the fucking deal. But a lot of times, you know, your buddy comes in and is like, oh, their weight's always right. You know, you're busy. We're running one-man counters because, you know, no one right. understands, you know, you need more than one person. Well, and so there's I been plenty of times I go to a place and they're like, oh, it says we only have three grams left even though they have more so we can only sell you three grams right. i'm like but you have more in the jar and then they're like yeah or other times where it's like oh we thought we had enough it must have dried out more and now it doesn't weigh every as time you, you know. open the jar though you lose a little bit of weight every time you open that lid right so uh, <clears throat> i don't know it seems like a flawed system in a way but it it is that's why you know like you see but some butt tenders you're like josh just fucking point two Right. Okay, well, you're sitting there with 20 bucks, and that point two is going to cost you 22. I mean, they, you know, they don't want to pay that $2. Right. So, I mean, people always ask me, is whatever, whatever, okay? And I say, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, but a lot of times my customers, they walk but in, know, and that's all they have to the dispensary, spend. You know, uh, I'm at least upper middle class dispensary. Yes. Yeah. I would assume. I'm assuming there's like ballers that come in there and they're like, there's no question. What I see most people come in, younger generation. I want that gas, man. I want that gas. Hey, what, what's your prices? Oh, you give them the four prices, and you give them that last price that's usually around that ten dollar mark. You know, for right. the upper stuff. Oh no, man, what you got on that five six dollar? Yeah, I'm they don't, like, they don't I'm really like, want it. I'm like eighteen, nineteen percent. It's kind of like me. I, I've been trying to hate on myself about the dabs because I always get these cheap ass dabs too. But really, the only times you get like the fucking like, goddamn, that was a fucking ripper of a dab is the expensive shit. You know, like they there's a reason some of those are more expensive. But you're like, I can't buy this expensive ass shit. So I did go visit a guy. Remember that little curly haired guy that uh, year one was like paradise. Uh, I, 
I don't know if I went to the first year in Paradise. Oh, uh, he might have he might have been in the second year. I don't know. But Every first time I went, it was the bald older guy, kind of my age guy, and then the girl. Yeah, yeah, I always got mainly those two. But anyways, I met this dude. His name's Kyle. He opened up his uh, own dispensary up in uh, up in the city and stuff. Huh? Does he like punch holes in walls? I don't think so. Okay, just checking. It's like Oklahoma Kush. It's like Thunder Colors and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the and. He was showing me these uh, uh, diamonds done by Barry Essentials, and they were in the shape of a fucking gummy bear. Yep. And I was like, man, can I take a picture? Because this is fucking way out of my price range. I'm never going to spend $120 on a fucking diamond. They had a, it wasn't diamonds. It had something else shaped like teddy bears up at uh, Toppers. I can't remember. It was a real popular brand that did it. And then, well, these two happened to be diamonds. I think they were two grand or they might have been two. No, he's like a great. He's a little bit over a grand, but still, I wasn't paying one hundred twenty bucks. And uh, yeah, he had this other one, uh, and it was uh, it looked like a rope, you know. And uh, man, it, it was pretty freaking delicious. Yeah, I would. Um, I'm gonna have to just start getting more into the dabs. You know, I was real into them. Backed off a little, but need to get back in. Man, what you do is you go by that cheap spot I told you about, load up on the cheap dabs. and then That's why I'm not into them anymore, because that's all I buy. Well, and then you just get you a good one, and then, you know, that's like a rainy day. You just get you a dab every so often. But, man, I want the good shit to Tell me, if, if I buy too many, and this is kind of what happened to me, I, I was buying a bunch of cheap ones, because every time I go to this place, it's like, oh, you can get a one for six bucks if you spend however much money on other stuff. And so I just had so many, and then... I just had too many, you know, and eventually I think they kind of go bad or lose some potency. Something has to happen here. I don't know. I'm not exactly sure the science of it all. Um. So anyway, everyone out there, I hope you all are in a state where y'all can smoke marijuana legally. If not, be safe smoking it illegally is what I say. Hell yeah. Um. You know, I'm not going to judge any illegal users out there. Um. So all week, of course, and I'm sure it's something we talked about by the time this comes out is school shootings. You know, we had a little break whenever COVID happened because everybody was not at school. So therefore, we couldn't have school shootings. Now, some people were at a school, of course, in the South. But in general, uh, you know, people weren't at school, no school shootings. And then the last week of school, you know, the school shooting, I think this is last week. And it's uh, some like 18 year old kid goes to an elementary school, kills a bunch of people. Um, I'm not want to say like I'm completely immune to it because I think it is very sad you know I mean all of it is very very sad but this is very similar to the Sandy Hook scenario where an 18 year old went into an elementary school killed a bunch of people and uh, it didn't really change anyone's mind then so I don't see much happening now I guess is my like realistic thought of it all Um, but also everyone just wants to argue about shit you know like um if there should be a waiting period to get the gun because he went the day he could have, the day he got the gun and got the ammo, you know, all this stuff. And if it's like, if there's more of a waiting period, I think he just does it later. Um, I don't know what the answer is, right? I don't at all, besides you having guards at schools. Right. I think there needs to be guards at schools. It's a, it's that time. It's that time in the world. Uh, it's another position. I mean, the state can fund everything else, can... You know, fund food stamps, you know, give uh, foreign countries $800 trillion. Uh, we could have, uh, or, you know, wasn't quite that much, I know. But um, we can afford to put a guard at each entrance, front and back. Because think about it, if you have one, same thing will happen in the prison. Like the prison guard, when I worked out there, they had a truck that it had a perimeter man at all times. But what you knew is it took him exactly three minutes and 15 seconds to make one full pass. Right. It took... Uh, 
58 seconds to run up to the field, throw over three packages, and run back in. Right. So that gave you a minute and a half. I mean, you was there and back before the dude even got around. Yeah, I mean, it, it so. takes um, a lot, for sure. Um, because, again, people are like, oh, you just put a guard up. Uh, the money's the whole issue, like anything else. Um, you know, schools like to, at least in our state, our, our state is very underfunded in Oklahoma. Uh, and so the idea that you would pay uh, a guard, you know, it has to come from somewhere, you know, and no one in Oklahoma cares because a fuck about schools, by the way. Like, unless you're a private charter school, that's like what they want. In this Don't thing. give a fuck about schools. I give a fuck about kids, though. I'll give them that. Uh, maybe. I don't know. People start, you know, being, uh, surely people start, you know, terrifying kids. Surely that'll wake them up. I mean, again, it happened. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I, I, it's, been, it's been happening for years. And I'm, San Diego, it's well, I'm sick of it, personally. I mean, Combine, I was, I think, in elementary school when it happened. And, you know, that was. And so basically my whole life, school shootings has been an, an idea out there. You but know? Like, I mean, I work in a. But like you said, ain't nobody going to go do these jobs for $10, $11 an hour. Right. Yeah. Before we started this, I was saying like, so there was a, a junior high here had a, a spot open for an officer. And uh, I don't know the exact rate, but I was talking to Brad about it. Brad Strix, I'll go look him up. And uh, he was saying up in Pittsburgh where he's at, he saw one opening. And it was like $11, $12 an hour. And so who's going to risk their lots for $11 or $12 an hour? And then the argument back from the other side, I think, would be, well, what's the chances a school shooter is going to happen, you know? So you're getting paid to fucking be a, a walk around security guard. That's the rate. But so, I mean, that these are like the arguments it breaks down. Well, to, you right? got to think about it. I mean, you get paid 10, 11 bucks an hour to walk around a hospital. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think very- personally, it should be they should have some sort of program with the local police department for all the schools. If they have one and some sort of retired cop, sort of someone that's out of the force, but doesn't want to be out, you know? But you have to also be careful because I saw a post a day of a it was a retired Marine and they were like, I feel safe in my kids elementary school because this this guy walks around and he looked about 25, 26, maybe um, in shape guy or whatever. And he had like a polo and khakis, but then like a bulletproof vest and then like a fucking military assault rifle. And so, yes, today after this incident's happened, you know, this week, you're like, oh, that makes you feel safe. But I think in like the general normal way of like. I think elementary kids seeing like the armed, uh, you know, the armed dude walking around being like the, I don't know. Maybe it would it is be a cool timid thing. to be at school. It would be weird. Yeah. I mean, no, I think they should have a gun on their hip. They should ha- kind of have it maybe out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. This guy had it like at the ready hands, like, like two hands. No, on absolutely you know? not. I, yeah, I, 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 bad, I because if you got a train, I mean, someone, if they're walking around with a gun on their hip and they've had, like you said, some police training, they know how to use a gun. Well, at least, you know, we hope, and they don't think it's a taser. But they have some training, and they're going to be able to defend uh, someone coming off, especially if they're doing their job, walking around and fucking paying attention, and not, you know, bullshit and farting with the fucking teachers. Um, On this incident that happened, I think the one thing that isn't being talked about near enough, maybe it is by the time this comes out, but two things on this Border Patrol story. I've heard two stories about a Border Patrol cop, and I don't know if I feel like these are convoluted. I heard the person that stopped the shooter was a border patrol officer who ran in and did and stopped him. And then I heard during this event, border patrol was going to the school and taking kids. And I think people just heard border patrol and then they just jumped to that second thing. But maybe both happened. I don't fucking know. 
You know, I'm just saying. I've heard both stories. But I think the thing people aren't talking about enough is that the cops were there, right? So the cops show up at the school. The people we pay, and they're there to defend themselves. And if anyone's putting their lives in line for the money they make, they make about twice what a teacher makes in our state, I think, something like that. And someone's going to be like, not, in, not this town compared to this. This town, I think they make less than teachers. Do they? Yeah. Uh, well, this town actually pays their teachers more than well average. But starting out, cops made more whenever I was coming out of college. Like, if you look at starting pay, cops made more starting out. So, but I don't, I'm not sure how it goes. Uh, either way, their whole thing is they're supposed to fucking stop school shooters. You would right. assume. Right. Right. And, uh, I, story is they stayed outside and told parents they could not go in to stop them. They're, they're like arrested a dad for the story was who was trying to go in during all the thing. And the cops just sat outside. They didn't go in. This is the second time we talked about a story where cops were there and they didn't want to go in because it was too dangerous because the guy had a gun. And the parents were trying to go in. And the parents were trying to go in. I mean, I don't have kids. But I would assume the way everyone talks about it, it would have been really hard. That would have been like the hardest part. I would have been walking around that building trying to find a fucking way in. And you believe your ass. Right. That's what I would think, too. And so a couple of teachers lost their lives defending kids. Uh, And I just think. I think another few got injured. So if teachers make more than cops, they earned it. I mean, that's right. If, if teachers are expected to be the one that actually defends them. People hate on teachers, man. And some of these teachers will fucking have your back. I mean, right. so, some, again, some of them are like assholes. I said earlier, but, yeah. There are some good people and bad. they are good and bad. And to me, I don't see bad as a mean teacher. I honestly don't think a mean teacher is a bad teacher. I think a lazy teacher. I think the ones that are like every day is a free day and every yeah. day they're watching a movie. I think all those kids like those teachers. But now as an adult and I'm in there, I'm like, you don't understand like the moments and the time you're wasting. Like you're yeah. ru- you're wasting all the time you could be getting smarter. One of the last draws, uh, like uh, the one I was doing my student teaching, kind of like burnt me out on the whole teaching environment. When I done my student teaching, all the other coaches like, like basically looked up. Oh, we got a student teacher. They would send all their classes to me every hour, so I couldn't even do the classes right that I was assigned to do because I was babysitting like three classes every day, and I it was it was miserable. Right, it's a uh, it's a weird. Now my kindergarten through second graders for uh, PE, they were amazing. They were right. wonderful. The middle schoolers, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. says middle school's the worst because I always say like, well, if I could do anything, I'd well, probably do middle school. They were the eighth, ninth, kind of that middle school flirtation with high school. Right. Yeah. See, I, I'm good at that level of math, so I'm like, oh, probably those. But yeah, I think the kids are crazier. Like, I get really annoyed, and also kids are getting younger. Um, or kids are getting older, younger. So like they they act different. So now it's like the fifth and sixth grade level. They act like junior high kids, you know, and like the high, the junior high kids act like they're in high school and the high school kids act like they're in college. And it's fucking weird. It's hard. like for instance, the high school. They're all wearing uh, like sweatpants and athletic short, like all the shit we wore in college. Because I mean, at least in my day, when you got to college, you didn't care anymore. Right. But in high school, you still like kind of cared about what you look like. And now it's like they don't now. But in junior high, they do. No, college, yeah. I would, like, going to class, I was still, I would get dressed decently for, like, the three hours I had, at least to start out. Right. But then I would end up in, like you said, basketball shorts, but fuck, I was pretty much working out, you know, most of the day after that. It was in football and right. get out of there, go do an extra workout, go play a game of racquetball. I mean, yeah, I was always ready to play something. Uh, I, like I said, I don't have kids, but from what I understand, that's what everyone says all the kids are too old these days and i think it's probably because every parent thinks their kid's special and they're like well they can watch this pg-13 or they could watch this rated art there or whatever you know no uh, we've actually had to set the 11 year old down i was like listen man you're 11 right i was like i understand you kind of got my sense of humor but, but i ain't be a kid for a little bit you know you're 11 
You, right. you don't need this right now. I agree. I think that that's super important to probably push on people. But then again, I get it. Like, well, everyone else does. I get how people follow that pressure. But at the same time, we, we've, we've done a few things different the last couple of weeks because we realized a couple of our older kids, well, all of them, there's just a few things that they were kind of weren't getting. Like, or, and we're just having to read and telling them, like, no, you're just being lazy on this. You can do this on your own. You know, this is what adulting is. Right. And they was just like still trying to get us to do it. Where it was just like, no. And they was asking us questions. I was, and we're like, hell, Colton, uh, Colton was asking me about a resume. I was like, one year ago, I was uh, getting this job I have now. And I didn't know how to use Google Docs. And he's like, oh, you can just use it, do a resume on here. So you showed me how to do a resume, basically. And now you're asking me? Right. Really? And he looked at me. I was like, if you want me to read over or look over it, I will gladly do that for you. But you know how to do a resume because you showed me. And he's just, you know, making them do shit on their own, you know. Right. And he, like, kind of procrastinated getting his internship. So now he's trying to have to call other places. I'm like, you should have done it when I fucking told you. You know, so right. It's called life lessons. It just is what it, I mean. I said no. I said I'm always going to have your back and, and be there for you. But bet your ass, I'm going to tell you when you're doing shit I think is wrong. Right. So, um, oh, another point here, my gun shit. Uh, a big part. Another thing is all these different states have different gun laws, and school shootings seem to happen in all of them. But school shootings do not happen in Canada. Who have who love guns just as much as Americans, to my knowledge, um, and there's other countries that have guns that are that like guns, and these things don't happen. So I do think it is more than that, and I know all the conservatives they kind of use as a crutch. It's a mental health problem, but I personally think it is. Now my problem with the right saying that is that they do nothing to help. They just say it's a mental health problem, and then they fucking shut the fuck up and don't do anything else. When it's like, well, the reason we have a mental health problem is we shut down all the mental health institutions across the country and they were like well families will take care of it on their own privately which i understand the general idea of that but they don't you know people no one wants to admit their son or whoever is fucked up and then they try to make them you know do the normal life shit until they fucking snap and then something happens so i don't think the way we're doing it now works in that regard when i was growing up uh we was talking about it today at at the shop um that if a parent thought their kid was kind of mental, they didn't fucking take them to the doctor. They didn't tell nobody about that shit. They tried, you know, right? They they fucking wouldn't let nobody fucking put a mental fucking title on their kid. You know yeah. that that's kind of way we grow. But I that, would say my mom would have in hindsight. My mom, if if I really seemed like I snapped, my mom would have put me in something. I think if I had a snap, probably. But mom was always up in our business, like right. See, like if mom, I had brought a fucking gun home, mommy, like, what what are you doing? Right. What'd you get that for? And if I had to brought a fuck ton of ammunition, like more than I needed to go fucking, I held one box is enough to go hunting fucking ten times. Right. You know. So if you bought, there's multiple things of ammo, she'd be like, oh hell no. Right. And we come in a different world. Like my small ass fucking country school, there was dozens of guns in the parking lot. They were in All a truck. We were going hunting after school. Um. So it it is. It's weird. It's weird. You know? And I, I'm sure people brought in guns at times to like show off, be cool, and we just never knew it or something. But in general, it is a different world. And I think they're all supposed to be less here, not to be like, uh, you know, it's the victim's fault because of course this one isn't. These are little kids or whatever. But in the ones where it's like someone brings a gun to school because they're like bullied and stuff, and that's what people are trying to say is this kid was bullied. I don't think bullying is an example or a reason to do this. But I mean. It, people should probably just be nicer so that we don't create monsters if somehow that helps but maybe this couldn't have been avoided but maybe let's say this kid is having anyway. mental health and he and he's acting out 
Okay, if a cop's had to come up on him acting out, they're not going to help him get mental health. They're going to end up giving him fucking charges. It's going to yep. put him further behind. Well, and that happened. So instead of treating mental health, he's just going to, all these people are just going to end up in jail where they're not getting treated. Exactly. And that's what happened. Actually, they shut down all of the uh, mental health institutions that most people are in jail or homeless, you know, instead. Because, and they don't notice who. I have an aunt, actually. I don't know too much of the situation, but I know when I was. Uh, in high school, she got diagnosed with bipolar, whichever one's the worst one. I know one, there's a one out of two. And um, she has episodes or whatever. And at the moment, they don't know what to do with her. And I think she's just in jail. They just have her in jail at the moment because they don't know what yeah, else. Yeah, so they just sit there and have someone talk to them outside their door, which isn't really the care they need. Right. So uh, so I think it's a kind of uh, it's similar to the abortion thing, which I was actually going to bring in tied all together. It, a lot of people have a lot of ideas and they all have the best intentions. But I don't think anyone has the answers or have thought anything through necessarily, right? I've heard barricade schools. And I get the idea that, yeah, we, it might have come to that or whatever. But I do also understand this idea of, like, the American um, dream or whatever of, like, do we want to be the top people that have to send our kids to fucking cage, you know, schools in cages because, you know, can't we figure this out? You can't barricade out, schools based on fire code. It's very true. Very true. Um, Sorry, restaurant industry, I'm off. Yeah, no, yeah, you're good. You're out there. Um, now, also with the pro gun folks in these countries, like or the states, like where we're in, or Texas places, they have really lax gun laws, and they whenever they do track the guns, almost always what happens is people just buy them here, and then they go sell them to the states that have lax gun laws. So, or that have uh, non lax gun laws, you know, real straight. So typically, uh, I think a lot of times the people that are like really wanting to be like, no, you can't do anything. They're the ones that just buy them cheap here and go sell them. Like they're making money, right. you know? And so I, I do think some people are biased in their argument because well, they're like, they know they can make money. Well, this. your buddy gets down on hard times. He needs 200 bucks. Guess what? You got a new gun. Right. I mean, he got a $400 gun for 200 bucks. I got a new gun. He needed 200 bucks. I'm sorry. Yeah. And, that, and then you don't go trace that because you don't know what the motherfucker done. You, you know, so you just kind of have it hidden. Yeah, so I, locked up. I don't know what the answer is. Again, I'm not a fan of guns. Uh, you know, I've said many a times uh, my whole thing on that, but I do think I don't. I'm not against anyone else having them. I kind of like listen. Ninety nine point nine percent of people are fine, and uh, you know, I think go through the processes. I I do think it makes sense to like whatever laws we use to be like, hey, you can't buy a bazooka. Now, if you're going to be like a constitutionalist, you should be like, I should be able to have a bazooka. You know, I get that argument, too. But, you know, for whatever reason, we all agree you can't or you have to be like a special tag and go through all this crazy shit to do that or like a real machine gun. You know, you have to do special shit. Maybe that should be the way it is for any of these guns that can shoot like 60 bullets a minute. Now, the argument from a gun nuts can be like, well, actually, you can just buy this thing for 60 cents and put it on this and then it does it anyway. So what's it matter? And I'm like, okay, maybe you're fucking right. But either way, it seems like we should have some way to where like if a crazy person does get the weapon, they might not do so much damage. They could kill a whole school. You know, maybe uh, has anyone brought up like a. A mandatory three week training course. You know, like you well, would like you would have to go to like Cleed or something like that and take this fucking course to be able to purchase a gun. Yeah, but okay, let's say this guy did it. He does that. And then he has a gun. Well, but he got a course where he got trained how to use it better. Like I just don't I don't well, think you're gonna be able to solve what's happening off that, I guess is what I'm saying. I'm just throwing an idea out there. Right. I mean, it just seemed like maybe more, like, but, you know, more hurdles and like it might deter right. Like if you believe the 9-11 terror attacks were like really terrorists, you know, and all that stuff and not a uh, false flag, then you would be like, oh, those guys went to pilot school. 
they booked a flight. They done all the things necessary. Like no matter what you right. did, they were going to figure it out. So it's like kind of here, even if guns were illegal, because what a lot of pro gun people would say is like that guy would have went in there with the sword and he would have killed kids with the sword. But then somebody would be like, well, then a teacher would have fucking tackled him. Or before a, he, or a lot of guns are left over after the old wars that you know people are selling. Maybe they should have to check them all back in. Yeah, maybe. Uh, fuck, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't have an answer. There's got to be like a seed to sell somehow. Right. Well, again, this guy just bought it. I, it's not like yeah. there is no mystery with this one. He fucking bought the gun legally. He was 18 years old, and so I mean that makes the case stronger for people that are like, so that you shouldn't be able to sell them or whatever. And I don't. Necessarily, that's, that's the answer. Now, also, the other side of this, so I don't think we can avoid is Sandy Hook happened, and Alex Jones famously was like, that was a hoax. And my, it was really, I mean, instantly, that's where my brain went because not saying it was a hoax, but of like, if you were going to make a like political thing, I get how Alex Jones used that one example before because it's like, it's the worst tragedy possible. If you're going to make a, if you're going to fake a tragedy, it's something like this, you know? Um, now, I don't think that's the case. And now all these parents seem very real. I just, I can't get over the cops. Sitting outside the school. Oh, huh. That's just every time I did, think of the story, I'm like. The nice. part of it I did see uh, last night uh, was Governor Abbott was uh, doing his press conference about the tragedy or whatever. And Beto O'Rourke came and interrupted. And there was a big old cussing match between the people on stage and Beto O'Rourke just yelling at each other. It's it's a big clip. Yeah, I like, saw so, people sharing, but I haven't seen it. But I didn't. Like, there's some old man. I don't even know why he was on stage. He didn't look like he was part of the little governor's camp. Like, he just looked like an old good old boy. Had right. a cane kind of grandfathered in. <laughs> boy, here's some bitch this, some bitch that. You get out of here. And, uh, I mean, reminds me of home. Yeah. So, man. Well. I also think, again, I mentioned abortions a little bit earlier. Everyone is using this whole, like, got to keep the children safe. So on the right, it's like they're anti-abortion to keep the children safe. And then the left are like, we want to get rid of guns to keep the children safe. And so, like, they get to the end result, keep the children safe. But all the stuff before it is so different. You know, so it's just, uh, it's interesting. And I'm getting tired of seeing everybody because I've seen these memes where it's like, oh, you want to get rid of guns, but you want abortions. And then on the other side, oh, you don't want abortions, but you want kids get killed by guns. And you're like, listen, no one wants the children. To die. I don't know. But it's just like, how can y'all not see it's used the other side? You know, like, well, no, I got to want my guns when y'all got to replenish the kids. I mean, that's, that's horrible. But, you know, uh, I don't, I it's, mean, how else are they looking at it? I mean, quit being political. It's fucking terrible. It's fi- right. I don't know if there is an answer to stop the guns. Like you said, I just really don't know. Right. I, I do think um, criminals are going to get around something somehow. They'll fucking find a slingshot. Fucking knives, machetes. Right, but even if they do, that's it's less damaging. They're less yeah. likely to kill multiple people with that. You know, so like True. Even if you're like, okay, well, that's the case. Well, I'd much rather fight a guy that has a knife than fight a guy that has a gun. You know, so really, you know, I've always, and I think it's because I'm bigger. I've never enjoyed guns, right? And I know little people, if you're skinny out there, I bet you love fucking guns. Because to you, like, evens the playing field, right? I don't matter how much bigger you are than me, I got this gun to level the playing field. Like, that's the whole point of it. And I get it. But I've never enjoyed the culture with the guns as far as the more rednecky side or the gangster side. Like, I've never enjoyed the whole, like, pull out a gun to solve i'm like no no fight each other right. I don't know. i just that's just somehow the way my thought is um i say all that saying that if it was me in a fight i'd probably shoot someone you know i'd be like oh god i'm so scared so um i don't know also i think they're uh 
make the abortions illegal so that the rich are more likely to buy your babies for their blood. So throw that one on the conspiracy board as well. They've also outlawed in our state, by the way, of Oklahoma, where you cannot get one abortion at all. Even I think if the mother's going to die. I believe that's correct, or at least a congressman said that. I don't know if it's on the board. That even if the mother is going to die, if it's the mother or the baby, you have to make a choice, you have to let the baby live. And then it was like, fine, if they found out you didn't, even if you were raped. And I was like, damn. Yeah, it's I, um, I, it's some backwards-ass bullshit, in my opinion. Now, I'm not uh, in a scenario where I think this will ever come up really for me, except if I'm fucking, say me and Koopy were inside to have a kid. And if I have to let Koopy die and me raise a fucking kid, fuck that. I'll be like, kill a kid, take me to jail. I mean, yeah, I don't think it'd be a kid in this scenario if I had to make a choice, you know, if it's one can live or the other. Um, I just think that's, that's so crazy. It's so crazy, you know? So, um, yeah, the whole, if it's rape or incest, I think it's the only only way, I think. Um, or if they said it's like medically, the baby will die regardless, something like that. The doctor can prove it. So there's like three little <laughs> exemptions and that's it. And um, I just... I don't know. I don't like the state we're in at the moment. Fucking our governor's all corrupt. Fucking paying off all these restaurants and shit. Millions of dollars. And then he goes, he keeps going against the, the natives, which, you know, we're a native state. Right. And I, I just, ha- the I don't know, like, how the governor's not getting impeached out of everything done that him and Mary Fallon is back to back done. Yeah. Why do we not impeach governor? I just think they should give the state to the natives. They should all get the land they have. And then the rest of the state, they can divide it and they govern it. As long as they accept us white people as normal fucking people. I don't know. Like, they do such a better job than our government does. It's And the one in town, they're going to make a school. Apparently, that's like the new word. And they're going to make it for like two grades. And then they're just going to, as that grade goes ages, they're just going to keep building schools for them. And then eventually, they'll have a whole school system. So, I might have to leave jobs, you know, jump over to the native. Actually, they probably yeah, will be the janitors. Yeah, uh, you know, that's where we're at these days. All right, man. I think that's how it is. Um, I'm going shrimp boating. I mean, I'm trying to leave America. I mean, me and Kubi talk about it a little bit. I'm like, what country can we go to where I can still speak English? I need people that'll find me funny and not find me to be an annoying American. So I just... When go, on a, go to Alaska and work on them shrimp boats for like three months out of the year, mate. I don't think I'm manly enough for all that. I don't like being on water that much. I mean, I, I love like fishing. Boat. Yes, I like fishing. I, I love boats. fishing, but that big ocean water, no, man. Uh, See, I've never really no, been on a no, boat, uh, boat in the ocean myself, so I'm not real sure. But yeah, I'm, I need a job that's not so manly-ish like that. You know, I don't know if I'm really cut out for it. I need showers, like, often. Like, when I get sweaty, well, he'll go I'm outside like, I it. need a shower. I'll go outside and that wave will pop over. That's not a shower. <laughs> it's not the same. Um... Also in politic world, someone this week finally mentioned Taiwan stuff. I've been talking about this for a couple of years. The next big thing is uh, Taiwan and uh, Biden or someone said that if China makes a move on Taiwan, we will militarily defend it. So I have been saying, like I said, Taiwan is a big deal and everyone. And like I've said against Ukraine shit, I don't think we should get involved in our business, blah, blah, blah. Well, now we have no oil. Now we're going to have no products. Right. From what I understand about Taiwan is everyone in America and England and Europe and the Asian countries, I believe they all ship all of their shit to Taiwan. 
It gets processed in Taiwan and then reshipped back out to the rest of the world. Like even if you bought something in like California, it'll go from like California to Taiwan back to Oklahoma. See, that just makes no sense how that how that's saving because money. it's so cheap. Their rates are so cheap compared to if someone that would process it in America that it it saved the money. Now I think after COVID and the way some of the shipment containers prices went up, it was not cheaper. But before that, it was way cheaper that way. So they just say like Taiwan's such an integral part. Uh, to our economy and even more so Europe than ours, I believe that if China does some shit, it it, it will be like some World War Three shit because every the rest of the Western world will have to defend this little fucking island that processes all their goods. That's right. I don't think American businesses should be able to outsource businesses that uh, go against child labor laws. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. But I mean, what happens is, I mean, we can say it's whoever it's it's corporations like. Everyone doesn't. No one wants to place right. the blame on them, but these corporations over the years, it started with Bill Clinton fucking doing goddamn whatever it was he's had. I can't remember the name at the moment. Where they just moved all their shit to other countries for minimal profits during the nineties and early two thousands, and then it all fucking dropped off after nine eleven, and then the you know everything crashed. But there was that moment where they're like they can just ship things out, you know, and then now you have to go out of your way to decide to figure out if the factories in America. You know, whatever. Right. Like they, it, you really have to do a lot of work. You know, and I mean, I'm fucking poor as fuck, and it's still me. Like, do I go to Walmart, big corporate, or to this fucking local thing? I go to Walmart every fucking week. Cause it's cheaper. You it's know, got, it's a one stop shop. Yeah, it's I mean, got, they that's got more you, of what it is. They got a boot on your throat or whatever, and not many of us have the balls to really stick to the moral. You know, whatever. Kind of like in video games, right? Like every year, I'm like, I'm not gonna get NBA 2K, whatever. Because I didn't really like last year's. I loved them back in the day. I think they've kind of fallen off what I love. But every year, I fucking eventually do it. So what message am I sending, right? And so next year, I'm not goddamn doing it. That's what I'm saying now. But, you know, it's just how it fucking goes, man. Uh, I'll obviously stick to it. Also, speaking of video games, I saw a thing uh, where I think it was Sims, possibly, or adding custom pronouns to your video game character. Now... I understand it in a way for like the Zers and Zays or whatever, you know, all that shit. I don't quite, I don't get it, but you know, I don't care. You can call each other the fuck you want. But in a world of video games, like I imagine if I felt like I was a woman, I would want to make a woman in a video game and I would play as the woman because I feel like a woman or whatever. Right. But these people, I guess in this world, are like, no, no, give me the man build. I want to start out as the man. Design the man character because that's how the Sims work. People don't know, and then I want to go custom pronoun her she. And then I think I'm like, well, why not just make the her? Why not just choose the female? But again, to me, I'm like, in video games, you can be who you want to be, you know. So I think that's a part of it. And now these people are like, oh yeah, because there's another game where it's like we're gonna put you can change your voice if you're a man character, you can change the female voice. And I'm like, well, I'll just be the female if you feel like you're a female. I, don't know, I just some of these things are kind of odd to me, but also understand we're in a new world and I'm an old man. It's not things. how I think, I guess. Right. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I guess. And to me and people are like, it ain't all about sex. And I think that's the part problem for me. Almost everything about gender is about sex, at least growing up or whatever. Maybe there's something wrong with me, but it's like I was a guy and you were a chick. And if you were in a dude's and I was in a chick's hell yeah. You know, that was on my mind. You know, maybe that was a problem. But now someone's like. You, someone's a Zay or whatever, and you're like, oh, who are you into? And they're like, I'm pansexual. It's like, that means you're into anyone, right? I'm like, I'm into their soul. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm into souls too. I like personalities. And they're like, no, I'm into, you know, it's like this, it's well, yeah. all these extra uh, definitions and words that you got to know. 
Oh, I'm not gonna know them. So, um, <laughs> anyways, the other day we, uh, I, I got a Ziploc bag out for something, and then uh, my oldest daughter Trinity needed one. Well, I'd happen to get a blue one. I guess we had two different boxes up there, like half open, you know, because that's right. what kids do. And I grabbed the other one. It was pink. She's like, "Oh, look, you got bisexual baggies." I'm like, "Fuck no, get that bullshit out of here." I said, "Fucking make a goddamn decision. Pick one." I said, "If you, I said, if you're down with a guy today, guess what? You're straight. If you're with a woman tomorrow, you can be gay tomorrow. But by God, by day by day, you're at least gonna fucking pick one." I oh, see. I'm, I'm fine with bisexuals. I don't well, me. it's like she's always tried to claim that, but she's never really been with women. I just like. Right. I, now, think she I just, agree with. I that. think she just wants to be a part of the fucking movement. I'm sorry to say that, but that's how I feel. Yeah, about it. Tim Dillon, my. I have three stand-up comedians that are, like, my favorites, right, that I watch, like, everything they do these days. And Tim Dillon's one of them, and he's a gay dude who kind of looks like me, honestly, uh, from New York. And his whole thing is, like, half the gay people these days, they never had a gay, done anything gay in their life. They're just on Twitter being like, I'm gay. And it's like, oh, yeah, how many men have you blown? No, you never blown a guy, then you're not gay, you know, or whatever. And that's his whole thing. And I... I think that is kind of it. I think people want to be part of the movement. So they say I'm a whatever. Now I've known people that are bisexual and I do think like part of it. And again, this is me projecting. I'm sure is like, it's very much based in sex. Right. And they're like, well, who, who can I fuck today or whatever? And they just don't care. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Um, and I think, you know, more power to them. But yes, I think if you are a man and have never been with a man or you're a woman, never been with a woman, I guess you could know that you would be down with it, so you'd be bi-curious. But yeah, if you've never done it, if you ain't never really scissored someone, I don't know if you can claim it. I don't know. <laughs> Seems like a lot of work scissoring, by the way. You know, because I think of the sex work, and you know, but you're like, put them lips together, and then you move it, you know, or whatever. I would think you like to, to move it, move it. I think you'd have to go with the double-headed dildo, but you know, maybe that's my man brain thinking the penetration's important and really it's not. So man, uh, well, uh, I used to work with this, uh, gay, uh, gay gal and, uh, or lesbian, whichever. I don't know yeah. the proper. And, uh, we, we made a real good management team and we went to help her friends move, you know, a little lesbian couple. And they'd always call me pudding. I guess I didn't say pudding right, you know. Right. And uh, she goes to help them, and she starts pulling dildos out of there, and she's just like full on, you know, hates guys, you know. She's all girl, girl, girl. It's like, what do y'all do with this? She's like, oh no, we love penis. We just hate fucking men. And the look on her fucking face was like she just couldn't even fathom that thought, right? You know. So it was like two different stages of being a lesbian. I guess right. it's kind of like. Uh black studs i mean i think they're kind of their own thing you know i could be wrong man there's white studs as well but uh there's some tiktok videos i've seen of studs they're like i ain't gay i'm a stud you know they never lick my pussy i lick their pussy you know but it's like normally a manly-ish looking woman that's like i'm a lesbian but they don't be touching my pussy. like to them like they don't even have a vagina you know what i mean like the way they kind of live their life it seems and it's just i don't know it's different right because everyone's life's different and you i think what happens is you see these people have different lives and you imagine yourself in their position and you're like well how do i have sex if i was that person and yeah. it's normally not you're trying to put yourself in their shoes but you're right you, and then you end up something gets you know crossed over so yeah right and so you know I have, I have a friend on twitter who's trans and they uh say some of like I don't think it's a bigoted thing to say you wouldn't have sex with someone if they had a penis, you know, even if I, and I think, I think they do. I mean, I don't know. I haven't asked questions, you know, uh, but I'm like, yeah, I think it is weird that people are saying like, uh, like if I was seeing or whatever, and there was someone who was a trans woman, like someone born a boy or a man and now a woman had surgery and all that. And you couldn't tell 
and then afterwards they like sup- sprung it on you, right? I don't think I'd really be that mad, especially if they had a vagina now or whatever. But if they still had a penis and you well, go into a like bedroom, if they still had the penis attached, that'd be a deal breaker. Right. But like and if there was in- if there was no way of knowing, what are you gonna do? Right. What are you gonna do, man? I mean, right. there's nothing or, you could do. Let's say you get a blowjob and they have a penis, but you never see it. Oh, no harm, no foul. But I think if they have sex, if you're going to have sex with them and all of a sudden there's a penis, you're like, wait, wait. Oh, no, they whipped that on table. It's deal breaker. It's over. I'm exit only. Get the fuck out. And if it's bigger than mine, for sure, deal breaker. Uh, Now, if it's smaller. Oh, no, it's always deal breaker. Oh, no. I had this, we had this talk with Brad. We'll we'll try to end on this, I guess. Actually, I have a few more things, but, uh, you know, of the porn. And I was like, oh, me, I want the porn, the guy's dick way smaller than mine. Like, and that's like my bird, but Brad's kind of like, you know, the old Ron White joke. He's a little gay, I guess, you know, the guys that want the big dicks. And I'm like, that is never a thing I need. You know, I don't need that part of it. I, to me, I'm just like, I couldn't live up. If it's smaller, I'm like, oh, I would be bigger. You know, I'd be even better than this, you know, like, so that's, I think, uh, different preferences. Man, most uh, girls that, like, you watch the porn with, they cringe at the size of those fucking horse-sized penises. Yeah, they really try to make you feel better. No, I think I think it fucking annihilates some shit. Right, yeah. For <laughs> sure. Um the I was gonna mention the George Carlin dog. George Carlin dog came on HBO Max. That thing's called George Carlin's American Dream, and it's super fucking good. George Carlin's always good. Yeah, and he had a, a very long career, some ups and downs, but all the shit he talked about then politically is still relevant today. He was like so ahead of the curve on all of the shit. And at the end he was kind of mean and nihilistic and hated the world and shit, but it's still pretty good, you know, so it's a little too got his fillers at the end. Yeah, well, he was uh, he finally found his like lane, you know, because he had a few different iterations of himself. And I didn't really I don't really know the old George Carlin because that's, you know, when I was alive. And uh, but uh, and he started off, he tried to play like mainstream and they didn't. He did it, but he just hated it. And then he did acid. And then that led to him being like, I'm going to do this new thing. And then he became what we know of as George Carlin. But then I guess he got kind of shitty in the 80s and all the other comedians are hating on him. And then he saw Sam Kinison and Sam Kinison has like this crazy one hit wonder sort of comedy special guy. I mean, he's really good, but he's real loud and shit. Mm-hmm. And George Carlin like loved it. And then it like kind of inspired him to come back in this angry sort of what the fuck's wrong with people sort of way. And then that was kind of what he wrote out the last, you know, however many years. But Good documentary. I love some stand-up dogs. And then Judd Apatow made it, and he made another one about Gary Shaling. So I guess I need to watch that one now, you know, just to be like, well, I bet it's pretty good fucking too. Um, All right. Skinny might be coming over because I have a tree that fucking fell over in my backyard. Like, not a whole tree, but a big old fucking branch is laying on my fence. And he has chainsaws and all kinds of fucking equipment. So hopefully he hits me up today, if not today, tomorrow. Um, But I do need to do some goddamn yard work, and I hate it. Yeah, it's probably still pretty fucking soppy out there. Yeah, it's not dry. That's it's for been sure. raining quite a bit here in Oklahoma land. Yeah, it was it dropped down. I mean, it was 90 degrees plus for about a week straight, more maybe. And then all of a sudden, a cold front came in, dropped down to like 60 and rain. And it was like, holy shit. It was crazy. People were like, should I turn my heater on? I didn't. Fuck, I ain't a week like that. Hell no. I think our air conditioner stayed running. Hell yeah. Um. All right, man. You got anything else? Nah, I think that's about it. Alright, dude. Peace. Peace.